been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your host, Gene. It's May 24th, 2021, and this is episode 38. I want to thank you in advance for taking this magical journey into all things Disney with us. We have a fun episode today. Today, we'll actually be creating our own new Disney merch, stuff that you don't find in the parks, but we think should be in the parks, with movies that maybe aren't represented the most they should be. We're going to talk about that. We're going to build some of our own stuff, uh, plus all the latest Disney news and info that you can handle. But first, let's do that Disney Underground role call the disney underground roll call up first the besteners of the midwesterners dana steph what's up hi Hi. there we go i love that (laughs) how's minnesota today fellas oh you're a fella a balmy what 70 it's good it's hey, good. We're in a, we're in a huge stretch of raininess though, which kind of blows. Mm. But it's not like Florida where it rains and then it gets sunny. It yeah. just rains. Rains. We get rain and humidity with nothing pretty to look at. At least in Florida, it's humid and you have something pretty to look at. This is just like humid. yeah, it gets so humid that I take out a can of pop out of the fridge and it's already like dripping down the can. Yeah, ew. Joey, what up, man? What up? I uh, it, to Dan's point, heard <laughs> Stephanie when they were joking about our weather here. They always say in South Florida, if you hate our weather here, just wait ten minutes; it'll change anyway. So <laughs> that's pretty much how it works. It literally could be blazing sunny, and in ten minutes, sky will be like darkness, evilness, and like tornadoes will touch down. Like it's just, and it's and then within ten minutes, that storm's gone. Like it'll drop four inches in. <laughs> five minutes and then it's gone and sunny again and then it really gets steamy well let's do our uh let's thank our sponsor the disney underground is proudly brought to you by the magical travel by brian contact brian to help you book your next vacation magical travel by brian can help you not only book your next disney vacation but much much more brian can also help you book your universal studios vacations all-inclusive caribbean resorts cruises corporate travel they can even help you book your destination wedding even your destination disney wedding they're going to get you the best possible price on your trip and that's a promise you know what the best part is dan it's free 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 it's free 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 Oh, of course, free, you got the free, harmony coming. Free, free. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, they are absolutely free to get them to help you book your Disney trip. So make sure you guys do that. It doesn't cost a cent. It's a no-brainer. You can reach out to them on their website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. And by email, brian at magicaltravel.com. And by phone, 1-800-883-1535, extension 55. All right. So, guys, today is the countdown. How many? Six days. Man, six days. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Dan. Till you're down there. Till I'm, I'm down there. So, yes, yeah, so today is the last New York show. The last show in New York is today. Like yeah. At this point, next time, next show will be Florida-based. It's uh, it feels weird. It feels weird yeah. to think in one week from today. I know. I will, I will be down there. Well, you know what? We, got, we have a ton of news today, guys. So, I think we should just, like, let's just break right into the news. Disney 
All right, so let's kick it over to Joey for the news first. All right. Uh, first up, we've got new Dooney and Burke Tinkerbell collection now available on Shop Disney. This four-item collection includes a magic band, satchel bag, crossbody bag, and a shopper tote. They feature dandelions in various states of bloom and Tinkerbell floating amongst them. All right, next up, officially starting in August, annual pass holders. This was a big thing this week. Uh, will not be given complimentary magic bands since the announcement that the Magic Mobile system was on the way. Walt Disney World has already stopped giving free Magic Bands to those staying in the Walt Disney World hotels. Uh, this happened before the Magic Mobile service even launched at the, end of the, at the end of March. Even though the Magic Mobile service is currently in the early testing phase and doesn't currently do all the things that Magic Bands currently do, which at the moment, it works as your park ticket, but you can't charge food or merchandise for your room yet. Now, we all know it will eventually. Right. I mean, right. it's going to do everything. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of this. And this is, they're rolling out the first face to make sure this works you know without a hitch but of course they're going to add everything to it it only makes sense that they do yeah i mean we were you know we're pass holders gene just like you where you know that you know every year usually you get your your pack of uh magic bands however many you know pass holders that you have i know they're usually the basic bands anyway and a lot of us such as dan myself you we get the custom ones so those are kind of like a token so what's up happening is you have this huge collection of standard magic bands so i don't know if anyone's really going to care about this because anyone's got magic bands they're they're just they're everywhere you get you know you end, you end up with a hundred of them in your house especially if you're any type of annual pass holder or any frequent disney goer you're going to have them everywhere so the good thing is that they still work we're not losing them i'm sure someone will talk about later they have raised the price on these things so they're yeah. making money that's a chapek thing yeah uh, definitely no question no question but yeah but i will be using my watch and or phone but i'll still probably be wearing the magic band because i have a, I have quite a few that my custom ones with the haunted mansion and marvel and stuff that i want to keep wearing so yeah your timex won't work yeah <laughs> It's a Casio keyboard one. Whoa. Casio. Casio. Casio with a calculator. Come on. Anyone that was born in the 80s that had a Casio keyboard watch. Oh, yeah. Come on. That, was the, play, that was the jam you could back play then. The little, you could play the little racing game on it. Moving on. Uh, Disney California Adventure will be selling web shooters and repulsor cannons that will unlock superhero powers on the web slingers. A Spider-Man adventure ride. That's you pretty cool. that, Joey? No. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You gotta wipe your brow. <laughs> oh yeah. Listen, this will go along with the little the little spider bots. This attraction will use gesture recognition technology to track the body and eye movements of riders as they sling virtual webs from their wrists. Guests seated inside web slinger ride vehicles will punch and karate chop the air to sling virtual webs at target. Uh the web tech power power band accessories will be sold in the web supplier shop inside Avengers Campus when the Marvel theme land opens and at the backlot premiere shop in in Hollywood land starting on May 29th. Web shooters will be themed to Spider-Man and Ghost Spider. Ghost Spider is a female Marvel superhero with wall crawling capabilities and spider senses. Repulsor cannons will be themed to Iron Man. Uh, the web shooters and repulsor cannons attached to riders' arms like bracelets. The base model web tech power band costs $35. The Spider-Man, Ghost Spider, Iron Man, and Rescue upgrades cost an additional 30 bucks. So you know they're going to make a killing off this. Yep. Totally cool. I think yeah. it's worth it. But can you imagine the visual oh if you're gosh. not like doing it? <laughs> totally. If just a silence, you should... no sound. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah I think it's, uh, it's a it's a pretty cool thing, and they'll make a. I'm sure they'll make a killing off of it. The next thing you know, if it does, you already know they're going to start designing further rides that. Yep. You have to get not have to, I guess, but you get accessories for, and you know, mm-hmm. it's a whole so, new it's a whole new development, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, up next, uh, obviously more merch here. Uh, new Boba Fett mask and jetpack, Doc Ongar and Darth Maul plush, and more arrive at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Disney World, uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Over at the Creature Stall, you can find the Tuga Cat for. 
only $49.99. The Lava Meerkat for only $34.99. And this gray fur cutie also makes noise when you touch its head. At Toydarian Toy Maker, you can find the Boba Fett mask that features sounds direct from the Star Wars universe, as well as voice changer, or a voice changer uh, for $34.99. Be sure to get the matching Boba Fett jetpack, which includes missile lights and authentic sounds for another $49.99. And <laughs> they're just like, yeah, just get the matching hat and the matching shoes. You're going to need a calculator. <laughs> so many parts. Once you look like a bounty hunter, you're going to want to drink like one too. <laughs> they also have the Mandalorian Mythosar skull mug for $24.99. So the <laughs> wow. They're just like, get the mug, get the helmet, get the sounds. Just the put only pack. in front of all the price tags. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Joey, which one do you think is cuter? The Lava Meerkat or the Tuka Cat? <laughs> which one's cuter? Cutie. I don't even know. Oh, and I'm not done, I gotta by the say. Way. Hang on. Also in Toydarian Toy Maker, you can find three new beloved characters of the Star Wars saga that have joined the plush lineup. These characters are Jar Jar Binks. I don't know. He just will not let that character go. Yeah. Um, Doc Ondar and Darth Maul for $22.99. Yeah, I don't know. Jar Jar Binks, I guess everyone's got that love, love, the that love hate. So either some people just hate him or some people are good with him. I don't know. It's like the, they're throwing it out there for a joke. Like, I, I, yeah, right? Yeah, here you go. It's like a gag gift, really. Like, yeah. Thing, right? Like you're getting that for someone who's a Star Wars fan that you know probably hates Jar Jar Binks is what you buy that for, right? Why the Boba that- Fett stuff looks awesome. I got it. It does. Say. It does. The backpack is so cool. Really? Yeah. I'd say anything Mandalorian right now, whether no matter which 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 Mandalorian it is, is just it's it's really running yeah. Star Wars right now. So and the good but, thing about this too is if you really if you could kind of take some shortcuts when you want to do um or if you want to do any type of cosplay. So if you're making any type of costume and yeah. stuff and you don't want to make the backpack or you know something like that, it might you know you could kind of cut some yeah. corners on some of that that's stuff. A good, that's a good point. And it's so, kind of relic look, you know. So yep. it's not just mm-hmm. like shiny new. I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. So that type of stuff is cool. But man, yeah, you could seriously drop some coin on some of this stuff. That's what they're hoping on. Was well, anybody yeah. keeping tabs there on how much that full outfit was going to be? <laughs> I think $45,000. Okay. <laughs> but I look good. Give or take. <laughs> Give or take. Definitely a couple hundred bucks. All right. So next up, we've got new merch from Loungefly, which as you guys know, Sam is like Loungefly crazy. Um, Loungefly Lounge- queen. Uh, yeah, the Loungefly just released a Sleeping Beauty Fairy Godmother's mini backpack, which is a box lunch exclusive. It features flora, fauna, and Meriwether. Uh, on this sparkling backpack, it has three zipper compartments, adjustable so- shoulder straps, gold tone hardware, and a Fairy Godmother interior lining. So it retails for around 85 bucks, which is pretty standard for Loungefly. Everything starts out at like 80 bucks, 85 bucks. Yeah. And of course, bucks. it looks really cool. The, the Godmothers have their individual oh. sparkle colors, and they're kind of jagged down the back of the yeah. back. Pack. It's really cool. Yeah, but that's why they they're a lot of their stuff is very most of it. Some of the stuff I'm not a fan of, but most yeah. of their stuff is pretty um original. I have a gripe. Why aren't they leather? I know you've mentioned this before. I know. Maybe they'd be more expensive if they were. Yeah, they'd probably I'm be sure double the would. price at least. I don't know how I feel about it. Oh, I how is, listen a lot yeah, of times you can get on them. these. I oh, have go ahead. three caballeros up, the, up above. Yeah. yeah. But I don't really use it. How is the durability with these? Being that Sam loves them, does she actually use them? We use them on every trip. We've been using them on every trip. Um, we don't use obviously all. So what she does is for because obviously we've got like a million of them. She'll bring like so like this trip coming up. She'll bring like let's say four, and they always have to match obviously the outfit with the ears, and, you know, and so on. Pretty much all of them still look like the day, and obviously we take care of them, but they still look like the day we got them. 
Now the key with these someone that only like 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 let's say me. I have this one. If I use that all the time, I'm wondering how it would hold up because it's different yeah, I don't, switching them I, out, you know. I know. I don't know. Um I mean, man, they seem to hold up well. One thing I will say, though, that you need to do when you're not using them, because when we put them on the wall and stuff, you got to put the stuffing or some type of thing back in them to hold. So they hold their yeah. shape. Eventually, well, then, they'll start to, yeah, they'll start to kind of move in a little bit. So you, I you will say I have that's a great well. shape. What? If anyone's listening from Loungefly, you can certainly contact me because I bought Stephanie the Captain Hook wallet, which was super cool. And the snap broke in less than a week and they oh, will not bad. respond to any of my emails. Are you kidding me? No. Nope. Wow. I was shocked. That's what I mean. If if this stuff was leather and it was 200, I still think they would sell. I I don't like that new style of wallet, which is not a zipper. It's snaps. So she didn't even have anything hardly in it and it broke. But if you do have a lot in there, it's just not a good design. Because I don't don't like the fact they didn't even get back to you. Yeah, that's the part that I'm still in shock. How long ago did you email them? This is probably... I got it for her birthday, so it was end of March. Oh, so yeah, so there's like no really times. excuse at this point. What? So there's no excuse at this point. It's not like it's just no. There's no excuse. It's not like it was a week. They don't have them. That's inexcusable. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I guess things happen. Oh, absolutely. no stuff. Of course, but they, you gotta get you gotta respond. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty big. Yeah. I mean, they're they've gotten pretty big, so there's no excuse. Yeah. Even, sorry, there's nothing we can do. You know, even or, if they said that, you know, I still would. I still would reach we out. We can offer you a credit on on something else, and I yeah something else. But or I even, still would reach out. Or even if you could send it in to be repaired and they could ship it back. I mean, a totally. lot Totally. You know, or send where are they based out of? I don't know. I'm not sure. So next up, we got a new Stitch Lightweight Spirit jerseys arrive at Walt Disney World. The Spirit jersey is an acid wash style denim blue featuring Stitch doing a mid handstand on top of the Walt Disney World estate 1971 logo and on the back of a gigantic Stitch clawing his way up behind the Walt Disney World logo. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's I like basically Stitch. a tie dye is what it looks like. Yeah. I'm yeah. Good. I kind of got that when you were saying the acid wash. So I figured yeah. acid wash on denim. Yeah. Okay, next up, we got Walt Disney World's new Magic Mobile, which allows guests to use their smartphone or Apple Watch as a digital ticket. Guests can choose from different digital ticket designs, which animate in different ways when used to enter a theme park. Disney released two new designs that are now available in the My Disney Experience app. A new Magic Kingdom design features a star top magic wand surrounded by pixie dust, and the other new design features animals that guests might see on Kilimanjaro safaris at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Right now, there's one plain annual pass holder ticket design, but there will be figment and orange bird designs exclusive to annual pass holders coming soon. That's pretty cool. Hey-o. That's awesome. That's pretty yeah, cool. That orange they, bird they again. Like yep. <laughs> orange they, bird in the house. Yeah, no, listen. I'm telling you. Orange bird, I think, has just gotten bigger and bigger, I feel like, the, over the last few years. But they just don't quite embrace it. But they're starting to more than they ever did. So I think we're, yeah. I think we're inching yeah. towards that full embrace. I get it. I, I feel like Character, they don't. Yeah. Let's bring him back. I oh, will yeah. say back to this story. I like that they did something like this because just using your mobile phone, it's like you're taking the magic out of it. At least there's something here, especially if they get into things like Figment, Orange Bird, mm-hmm. Country Bears, whatever it may be, those unique ones that make yep. it different. It'll be exciting to see it, you know, yep. and I'd be more apt to use it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of limitless because yeah. it's all animated stuff. They could yeah. pretty much do everything. And 
in anything. And no right. cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Except for the designer, of course. But right. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's Who's usually paying those anyways. I mean, that's Who's usually those that's somebody, but it, it, I think it's actually really, you know, it's cool that they're, they're taking this new medium and they're, they're adding stuff to it because I think it's what's yeah. going to get people to embrace it. I think a lot of people are kind of like, oh, all right, well, I don't really know about this because it's something new. And I think a lot of people were a little bit hesitant about it. But if they're going to add cool features like this, you're going to see more people embrace it, I think, more. You know what I think they should do? What should they do, Dan? This is what I think they should do with this. I think that they should devise a way that there can never be duplicates and you don't know what it is until you scan your ticket to the park. So like Like these that they're talking about, but I wouldn't know it's going to be Orange Bird or anything. And I got Orange Bird. Like, you know, it's like training. When you open up like a wax pack of of baseball. Yeah. No bubble gum, of course, but I like that surprise element. I I like that too. But you know what though? What if it's, what if you're someone that, that really doesn't really like certain things? And then what if you like, I could imagine there's a younger generation that might not like orange bird. I know, but there'd be di- so many different ones. That you- I hear you. So like every time you could just collect it and you could save it kind of a thing. Yeah, like there'd be a new series that comes out and there's, I mean, this wouldn't be as cool for people that go like all the time in Florida yeah. necessarily, but the first batches and you can save them. So you collect them like those digital cards. It's like, okay, there's, here's the new 20. And so you're trying to like get as many of them as you can. As if you yeah. get it on your phone. Okay. And then you I'm, could end up with like a rare one. Or like so no, you, you can save it. And then then what? Well, you save it. You can save it if you want as an image or a gift. Well, let, let me ask a question. Are they limited? Like 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 Joey brought up a good point. Maybe you get a rare one. Is there certain ones that are going to be made that go out to more people? Are there going to be ones that are harder to get? Like maybe yeah, Orange you know Bird is harder to get. They could do, you only get this specific one if you come on this specific day. So if it's, you go on like a Christmas day or yeah. something like that, you can only yeah, get it if you go that it's day. basically the Sorcerer's mm-hmm. cards. Basically. Yeah, right. I like that idea. No. Like, yeah, if it's if, if you're going to a Halloween event, maybe you get the Headless Horseman. Maybe you get one of the, maybe you get that's, the uh, yeah. the Grave Same. Diggers. Disney's like, well, that's why we got rid of them, dummy. You <laughs> <laughs> don't want to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's good. That's not a bad idea, Stan. Uh, it's got some potential and it could go, you know, go viral. Yeah. As they say. What do we got in your neck of the woods, Steph? However, you know, some people (laughs) are not ready to embrace. Magic Mobile. One Stephanie Star. Let's talk Magic Bands, shall we? Guests who want to purchase Magic Bands have been a little disappointed. The price of open edition Magic Bands has increased by $5. At what? Each, yeah, $5 at each of the three pricing levels. Coral level bands are now $19.99, while bronze level bands are $29.99, and amethyst level bands sell for $34. $4.99. But can I say something? What I what what's funny is when you think about oh what's five dollars, right? I mean, oh well, what's five dollars? But when you really think about what the initial price was, and you yeah. add five dollars, it's significant. Like you're talking yeah. about that's that's a twenty-five percent increase on the on the low end bands. Do you know what I mean? So and especially those who buy a lot of them. Yeah. What's up? I would love to collect them more often if they weren't going to be cost me like, you know, 40 bucks all of a sudden, you know, after tax. It's it's a little disheartening. And Which maybe is, is somewhat confusing because if they just took away the free ones, you wouldn't think they'd jack up the other ones. Because they're saving oh, yeah. money right there. Well, and they're making 
they're still trying to make money. So that's why I said that's to but, me reeks you, of a JPEG. Yeah, definitely JPEG yeah. is usually the root of anything evil in Disney. Do you think this is also the reason why they, they put the price up is a reason to kind of just kind of coerce or push people into not doing the bands? I hope and not. Doing, I don't like. I mean, that. I really hope not, but you could be right. I don't know because there's hope. no reason to really raise the rate on it. Like like Dan said, you're getting you're not making an abundance of other ones that are just going to be now disposable. So you're saving money right there alone, right there alone. You're already saving. Right. So why do you need to raise them any higher? And we've already been told that these only cost roughly about $2.25, these other magic bands. So it's like you're making a huge margin. So why are you killing something that we love so much? Because a lot of us wear them as accessories. I like them. But But this is all the time. Yeah. Shockingly, I don't have it on now, but yeah, I like wearing them, especially yeah, like the newer too. design. I I love that mm. change. But what I don't understand is so okay, they came out with Magic Mobile, which is free. So they came out, with, they so got why rid are they of pushing Magic Mobile. It's you might, I can't be honest with you. Maybe it won't be free. Maybe it's the the, the Magic Bands used to be free, right? When you used to get them from the at first, and then what they do? Then they started upgrading. Oh well, you know what? You can get a custom one now for twenty bucks, thirty bucks. You know, maybe the Magic Mobile is free now, but then maybe. They're just like what kind of like what Dan said, but that might cost you money to do that. Right. She also got to think of the the magic bands, just the colored ones were free. So it is replacing, what, but the, now there's no cost for the mm-hmm. mobile version compared to free magic bands. There's a cost yeah, to that. I see what Dan's it's saying. It's a wash is what I'm saying. But I get what Dan's saying. Saving a money. But but also too, don't be surprised if a year from now, all of a sudden you're going to find out the, the, the magic mobile is going to have stuff that you can get upgrades. Features, yeah. But my question is, are they just kind of stopped the new designs? Dan, I'm so glad you asked (laughs) because I have a little bit of news on that. There are a lot of new design releases in Magic Band world. First up, we've got Frozen Ever After 5th Anniversary Limited Release Magic Band. That's almost, I got to say, that's almost as long a title as the High School Musical. (laughs) Oh, that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'd say what it's surprising to me is I can't believe it's five years that Frozen Ever After has been there. It feels like it's new, yeah, so new still. Yeah. Five years, it just doesn't feel that long. On one end of the magic band, Elsa poses in front of a much larger Olaf while the attraction logo sits overhead. That's cute. On the other end, Anna... Kristoff and Sven celebrate the horde of Snogies in front of the castle. The magic band retails for $34.99 and it can be found in mouse gear. And it's pronounced Anna, not Anna. Okay. What else we got? Next up, celebrating its 25th anniversary year, Disney has released the new Hunchback of Notre Dame magic band. This magic band features Quasimodo and Esmeralda from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Esmeralda waves her tambourine on one end of the band, while Quasimodo wears the crown and cape of the King of Fools. Super cool. Next up, we have Stitch Vacation Mode that debuts at Walt Disney World. Stitch is in vacation mode on this light blue magic band and surrounded by colorful flowers. These two magic bands retail for $29.99 and can be found at the Emporium at Magic Kingdom. How much? Only $29.99. Next up, big news for Disneyland guests. The Disneyland Hotel, Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar, and I don't know how to say this word, Tangora Terrace? Tangaroa. 
Tangarora, Terrace, Tropical Bar and Grill, and the Coffee House will all be open starting July 2nd. Disneyland has gone through a big refresh while down, and while there's limited capacity, this is a much-needed sign and much-welcomed reopening. I know Disneyland of- Hotel has gone through a big refresh, oh. but I'm sure Disneyland has too, but... They yeah, did new carpet, firework carpet there, did a lot of changing of beds to, I think they're doing a lot mm-hmm. of the, what do you call them? Oh, I know you talk about that. Murphy yeah. bed. I think yeah. they're doing a lot of that kind of stuff now to add cool. more capacity to rooms and yeah. stuff. That, that makes sense. That's a big one for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I know. All right. Spittles, yeah. It's a boy. <laughs> Guests riding the Kilimanjaro safaris got to witness the birth of a zebra foal. I think it's foal. Foal. <laughs> foal. 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 The birth of the Hartman's Mountain Zebra Foal. Foal. Marks the first zebra birth of the year at Walt Disney World. This long-legged baby boy is already estimated to weigh around 65 pounds. The Walt Disney World has filmed a... Let's just say that's pretty cool that some actually got to see it on the tour. (laughs) Like so many people don't see a lot on that tour sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. So what else we got stuff? Walt Disney World has filed a permit for Tower of Terror at Uh-oh. Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh-oh. It's not that bad. Okay. I knew you'd freak out. Though the permit does not give many details, we know it is for general construction. Okay, so everything's okay. We all, we, we're okay. This could just be maintenance that Disney wants to do to ensure the building is in tip-top shape and properly ready for the 50th anniversary guests. Well, there's no way they're going to touch that. Come on. No. Yeah. The there's no reason to. On the Disneyland version. Grief. Uh-huh. People love it. I'm saying, I was just going to say, there is a lot of people that love it. Are a lot of people that love it. But there are just as many that didn't like that they touched that classic ride. I like yeah. Joey mentioned, I think, a week or two ago. I really want to see that, too. We we didn't get Me on too. it. Yeah. We were there. I can't remember what the reasoning was. Was it not it open It was yet? down. They were changing it. Yeah. Over. So I mean the concept is cool. It's just really mm-hmm. tough when you redo such a iconic ride like that. Yeah, yep. it's it's one of those things where you say, "I get the new ride's cool, but why do we have to get rid of that one? Why can we just have both? Maybe because yeah. it's like it's, it's like Great Movie Ride and and Runaway Railway. Yes, I, like, I love Runaway Railway, but I really missed the Great Movie Ride. We could have just had both. Monorail Orange is making its appearance after refurbishment at Walt Disney World. Yay! Inside the wall behind the bench seat has been renewed. The bright orange definitely stands out. The Walt Disney World logo is part of the new design, and the front is such a great choice for the monorail. Orange stripes have also been added to the ceiling. These help guests easily identify which monorail they are riding from inside the car. Physical distancing dividers are still installed in the cars. These changes are identical to those made to the monorail red in February, but of course they're in orange. The on the ceiling cool. stripes is a great idea. Yeah, I never really thought about cool. that. Next up, starting June 1st, Tokyo Disneyland will be selling replica restaurant trays starting with Queen of Hearts Banquet Hall for around $11 at Queen of Hearts Banquet Hall. This new souvenir tray imitates the actual trays given out to guests at the beloved Buffeteria when they dine. It features both the Queen herself as well well as the King of Hearts in the style of a playing card. These have been something Tokyo fans have been requesting to buy for quite a while now, and we can look for a lot more to follow. That sounds 
sounds cool. Yeah, and when we say they were given out, it, it was just to use. They they didn't get to keep them, so in case oh, no, really? was confused by that. Oh yeah, when they dine. Yeah, Tokyo always gets some yeah. cool stuff, man. Oh my gosh, always. no kidding. Always, right? Always. 11 bucks, not too bad. No, yeah. not at all. I don't think so. But all right, let me get into my my end of the news. Kate May's Cafe at Disney's Beach Club Resort has reopened for dinner, which is available between 5 p.m. and 9 p.m. daily. Dinner is $42 per adult and $25 per child, plus tax and gratuity. It would be like, if you like seafood added to your meal, it would be an additional cost on top of that. Also, Chef Mickey's dinner service has returned to Disney's Contemporary Resort. Guests can still see Mickey and his friends during their meal, but from a distance without the full meet and greet experience. The meal is a family-style dinner, $55 for adults, $36 for children. And I think we're, I think we're right around the corner from them going back to the original version of what this, of what that dining experience is. Yeah. To be honest, I'm, I'm not a big Chef Mickey fan as far as the food is concerned, but I always find it's such a must do if you have stolen uh, just because of the experience of, 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 of the character dining. Oh, absolutely. You can see all I agree. Like, the whole Fat Five. So it, it, I, typically I probably wouldn't do it too much without that. So it would be one of those things that I would miss until it gets back completely to normal. Right. But I feel like it, even though the food is not the greatest, I feel like that's still a must do just because of that character experience. You know what I mean? Agreed. You guys ate it like that, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We did that. We've done it a couple of times. We did uh, a, like, a dinner and a breakfast. So we've done a couple. I feel things. like it's. Yeah, it's definitely a must do if you have a little guy. Yeah. That, you know, and I agree with you. Ones wholeheartedly on the food the food's not the greatest but the, the meet and greet's pretty good it's the experience not the food really exactly listen my kids are grown now but like when my, my nephew is old enough to take to disney i'm i'm gonna want to eat there with him you yeah know what i mean no like, my biggest problem with that is if it's at the contemporary i feel it should be better, better? Than fair enough i agree i don't i don't know why it's not i mean listen it's standard stuff chicken nuggets pizza like you know standard stuff breakfast same thing pancakes waffles it you know it's standard. I don't know what type of food you call that. It's just standard stuff, comfort food. I guess I don't. I don't theme know. park, theme park. Food. Yeah, it's theme park food. So it's you know it's uh, you're you're there for and you're right, Dan. Considering where it's at, you probably would expect you know more. Yeah. Um. At least I, I would. I mean, it's the contemporary for God's sakes. It's one of the best ones. One of the best resorts yeah. they have. It's like maybe put it in all star resorts or something. You know, if it's you could. Cool. Yeah. But the thing is, is because of the location. Obviously, you're in the inner loop. It's massive hotel everybody goes there i guess you know for whatever reason but yeah. again the experience is really good but yeah and everyone will tell you that the food's just it's just so so you know maybe hey, they'll change that down the road i don't know no you're right hey dan <laughs> you know why i don't make jokes about pizza why because a pizza joke would be really cheesy and my jokes are never cheesy oh, oh, oh that was oh. i think being it's about Ouch. pizza would be better than that <laughs> That's probably one of the worst, Gene, ever. I was going to say, Gene, I, I, as clever as that might have been, that was ooh, that was down there, man. <laughs> All right. Let me get to my next story. Now, if you love cookies and brownies, <laughs> and you know I do, but we, <laughs> you're going to love the new Cheetah Mocha Moose Brookie at Disney's Animal Kingdom. The Cheetah Mocha Moose Brownie, brownie Brookie features a dome of mocha-flavored mousse on top of a brookie. Brownie, brownie, half brownie, brookie. half cookie. If you don't know what a brookie is, <laughs> garnished with chocolate Mickey ears with a cheetah print and golden sprinkles. You can spot, get it, spot this mm. treat at Creature. That's better than your two dad jokes right there. <laughs> where it's where it sells for five forty nine. These look super cool, by the way. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, they're really so good. I, I swear, Animal Kingdom, man. They always do the food right at Animal Kingdom. Bro. They do. I would never get it because I don't like brownies. And oh, I, uh, bro- like well, I love brownies unless they're that 
it's that super dark chocolate. It's so strong. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm a sucker either. for a good brookie, man. Let me tell Oh, brookies are great. Let me tell <laughs> yeah. you, though, Sammy will do the, the brownies, but she does them with the <laughs> Nutella. <laughs> Why is Stephanie dying? Yeah. We're still laughing at Gene with jeans, his brookie. It's Gene's delivery. What's amazing about them is that you don't need to add any, you don't, uh, you don't need to add any sugar. They're like awesome the way they are. With she had found Nutella? this recipe to make them. Yeah, they're great, man. Huh? Um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was late to the party in Nutella. Everybody loved Nutella, Nutella, Nutella. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about Nutella. Hazelnut spread. No, get out of here. Give me chocolate. But let me tell you something. When I finally figured out what Nutella was, oh, man. I scoop it out with my hands now. Give me yeah. chocolate on my brookie. Now. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm a, I love me some Nutella, man. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the next one. For all those ice cream lovers out there, we have some great news. <laughs> this is right up. This is, this, this is big for me, actually. Oh, yeah. For me because where are we talking about? We're talking about the boardwalk. The boardwalk ice cream shop, which is replacing Ample Hills Creamery, is now open. Oh. Spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me go. Disney announced that you will no longer, they will no longer require you to wear a mask when outdoors. Face coverings are required when entering and throughout all attractions, theaters, transportation, and indoor locations, including restaurants, except when actively eating or drinking while stationary. Although masks will now become optional for guests when outdoors, Walt Disney World cast members will continue to wear masks both indoors and outdoors. Yeah, I think that's kind of what you're seeing the trend now. Even in New York, where we've been really strict with it, you're seeing certain stores now say, hey, as of, I think it was just, just last week, you don't have to wear masks. And as long as the numbers stay down, then I'm with it. So but I got some good news that I'm actually kind of excited about because it might be good news for me personally. I figured all the food millions of other people. Good news. Well, Probably not. No, this is even bigger news. Oh, yeah. So check this out. Could Walt Disney World possibly sell new annual passes again? Since the COVID-19 pandemic uh, shut down Walt Disney World's last year, the annual pass program has been suspended. Existing pass holders and those with expired passes have been able to renew, but no one has been able to purchase a new annual pass. However, it seems that Walt Disney World will be selling annual passes again very soon. In the announcement that pass holders will no longer receive complimentary match bands, Disney stated this applied to annual pass purchases and renewals made August 16th, 2021 and beyond. So this might imply that annual passes will finally be available to purchase again, which is perfect timing would be July for me because I'll be down there in, in June. But still a month in or so like two months in, I'm fine with it. I, I, you guys know that was one of my fears that it wasn't coming back and we're moving the show down there for like maybe for no reason at that point. But um, I just don't know if there's going to be like a limit on these things. Like if, if it is going to be the 16th, do I got to get on the phone like 7 a.m. To, to make sure I get one? I don't know. We'll see. Your but, picture uh, is on file. I mean, yeah, they already know. Don't yeah. get too psyched. <laughs> Listen, this thing that's going on with Disneyland, I mean, you saw that they're basically like, yeah, it's not coming back. We're going to have something different. And Chapek says, you know, simply that these were not profitable for them. So the question is, is world not profitable when it comes to annuals? I can't see how it's not. I agree. And I think that the annual passes are different with world, mm -hmm. which is why they haven't touched that. And again, land is a completely different dynamic. So I don't know, you know, what that reasoning is, but let me tell you, I know they're pretty devastated over there. Yeah. But that, I, that's a big thing with them. I, 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 I even speaking to uh cheesy pop, we were talking about this and he thinks that, that they're going to come up with a system that's pretty comparable to what they used to have. He doesn't think that it's going to be like, now you're buying every single day separately. He thinks so. The, well, no, you can't. Yeah. You, they know for a fact, if you do that, you're not, you're going to have people that are not going to be coming as much. Um, and that's what, and that's what I'm saying. Cause there's people that go like, that go like two or three times a week that you don't want them not coming because they're going to spend money. And you got to look at, you got a lot of people that kind of do what we do that live stream from the parks, living in Diz. You know what? Living in Diz, 
streams for a couple hours a day when they go to these parks. And that's just one of them. There's a bunch of other ones, you know, uh, Resorts One TV and, and a bunch of different ones that do it. That that's straight up infomercials. Like yep. who's not getting ready to go to a Disney trip and then watches their live streams from from the park right. sometimes just to get themselves psyched up and be like, oh, I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to do that. So you want people coming in as oh, I, as they can. I agree. A, they gotta they gotta eat. They're gonna buy something. And again, yeah. now if there's people that live locally and they go five times a week, yeah, they might not buy merchandise every time. They're gonna probably buy something though. They're not gonna be in there. I'm, I guarantee they're gonna spend some money. <laughs> the issue is not that that doesn't make sense. It's when you have people like Chapstick, as I call him, his thinking is different, you know? And so when you're looking at Disneyland prior to the COVID outbreak, it was overcrowded constantly and issues. And so when you get someone like that with his thinking, he tends to probably not think like he should, you know what I mean? And that's, that scares me. Does anyone like him? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know anybody. I don't know any Disney fan. Maybe not, maybe not all dislike him, but I don't know any Disney fan have ever said, I think he's doing a good job or I like him. Well, look what comes out of his mouth and look what comes out of Josh tomorrow's mouth. I think Josh tomorrow's the future. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Josh tomorrow's the future. That says it all right there. Agreed. And it's a complete, it's night and day. He has the Mm -hmm. true Disney outlook on things and Mm -hmm. Chapstick, he's, he's not. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And he cares about the cast members and what's, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, the guest yeah. experience and all that stuff, yep. not just bottom line. Chape, I, I think Chapek was his run. I, I just find it. I just feel it'll be short lived. I, I guess, you know what? Shareholders, they're going to have to see as things go. Because remember, he they're right now like in, in all hands on deck. Yeah. Because they're just now starting to come back and they're trying to maximize everything yep. because yep. they need to start getting that shareholder money. I don't care what they say. It's great that they 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 were kind of just going off of safety, which we talked about before. They did a really good job with that. But yeah, now it's all yeah. hands on deck. So they're going to be raising the Magic Bands $5. Like <laughs> They're going to be doing this stuff. So, and you know, Chapek is known for this, especially since he's been, uh, you know, was he was put in charge of, of the, the theme parks and the way that they, I guess the way they monetize things, it's, cl- it's a clear cut difference of when he's running it as opposed to other people. And you could see it yeah. because it's, it's yep. a lot of nickel dime stuff and it's a lot of, it's just a lot of that stuff. And I get it is a business. I get that it's a company and I get that, you know, they got to make the shareholders money. It's a shame that you got to do it at the expense of your fans that yeah. are doing it. I mean, yes, you're going to spend money. Everybody is, but you don't need to get rid of things people really want or charge extra for things like this and, you know, start doing away with all this stuff. And it's just like, Jesus, man. Well, um, and just the verbiage from him alone yeah. is just, well, that's the thing. even if you have to say what you have to say, think yeah. of a better way to say it. <laughs> right. Oh, no, no, I, I agree. And and like you said, like Josh tomorrow, it's a completely different night and day thing. Yeah. Two different outlooks and two different approaches to the way that they run things. So, yeah, yeah and you're right. I hope hope he's the future uh, like i think shapik is just i mean like he says more inappropriate things than appropriate things i feel like every time he says something publicly he puts his foot in his mouth and he's disrespectful yeah. to the people that help pay the their salaries I, yeah. I hate to use that that old cliche of you know we pay his salary but we do so how dare you disrespect us by saying some of the stuff the outlandish stuff that you say i agree you know? You know, I mean, and, and his actions, not only what he says, but his actions also speak it. Yep. Okay. So my last one on June 17th, Disneyland Paris refurbishment of the studio tram tour to become Cars Road Trip with officially will officially debut along with Walt Disney Studios Paris reopening. The world's largest, <laughs> the world's largest lug nut scene <laughs> first, first revealed last month features Lightning McQueen as he races through the lug nut but last week they revealed that Guido and Luigi will also be by his side during the scene. 
Oh. I knew Gene would laugh at lug nut. Lug nut? Largest lug nut. You don't come across lug nut every day. You don't. No, you don't. You don't. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, let's kick it over to Dan. Dan, what do you got in the news? Well, since the closure of Walt Disney World in March 2020, the parking lot courtesy trams have been unavailable to guests. Rumors now indicate that the service will return to all four theme parks very soon due to the capacity numbers increasing. So stay tuned for hopefully official confirmation on this. I tell you what, with all this talk of the, and they, they've already said they've already started doing increasing the park capacity, which we don't know what that is. I'm guessing it's like 50%. I don't know. Why are we not talking about fast passes coming back? Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, once you I'm sorry, right but once now. you start increasing capacity, it's a necessity. Otherwise, yes, it's not even bearable. I'm just it's gonna saying. yeah, it'll be an uproar instantly pretty quick yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not so, gonna be manageable. I mean no, they better start they better start talking about this because I have not seen it mentioned at all. No and word. If you're gonna increase capacity, you need to bring back it's it's time for the fast pass to come back. Yep. Just saying. Well, Joey. Just when we thought the Disney Cruise Line ship, the Disney Wish couldn't get any cooler. It just did. Children will have literally a tub full of Toy Story fun in the Toy Story Splash Zone, a water playground where Woody, Buzz, and friends will be reimagined as larger-than-life rubber bath toys that move and spray water at kids. You too, Gene. It will feature two toddler-sized slides and pop jets, geysers, and bubblers. Everyone in the family can enjoy a trip down Slidosaurus Rex a double looping water slide that sends guests down the drain with the rest of the toys when the bathtub overflows. Other features of this playful pool will include Trixie's Falls, a six inch deep wading pool with a small fountain and waterfall, and Wheezy's Freezies, a smoothie bar serving up refreshing fruit blends for the perfect pool treat. Fun. We know, we know where Jean's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and the wall looks like a bathtub. Wheezy's Freezies. Um, this actually sounds pretty cool. It is. Super cool. It's definitely um kitty based compared to our big ride we we talked about last time, but really cool. I mean Yeah, this is like a this is like a supersized uh wet pad. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I was intrigued by that when I saw it. It was a good idea. Yeah. Well, in sad news, however, actor Charles Grodin has passed away at 86. Comedic actor and Broadway star Charles Grodin has unfortunately passed away from bone marrow cancer. Fans know Grodin best from his roles in Beethoven, King Kong, The Heartbreak Kid, Heaven Can Wait, and my personal favorite, Midnight Run. I love Midnight Run. Such a great underrated movie. Mardukas. There's so many good spots in that. That's a great movie. Uh, But Charles had a special connection to Disney, though, as well. He played the villain and love interest to Miss Piggy in The Great Mm -hmm. Muppet Caper. Our deepest condolences go out to the family, friends, and fans of Charles Grodin. Yeah. Definitely a a legend act. You know, I mean, I didn't even know he was that old. I didn't realize he was 86. Yeah. What a a great career. style of acting as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very much yeah, so. If anyone out there has not checked out Midnight Run, definitely do so. It's a it's a lost classic for sure. It is. I feel like not enough people are really are familiar with Midnight Run, but it is a phenomenal. Him, Dennis Farina was in it. He played the uh, the gangster yeah. and and um, Robert De Niro as as the cop or the bounty hunter now. But yeah, bounty hunter. yeah, that De Niro, is- De Niro and Groden back and forth with each other is gold. It is so good. Yeah, and who was the other the other bounty hunter that he used to always they they had their little rival? Um, yeah, he's a bigger guy. Yeah, I can't think of his name. But even and even Dennis Farina was was great in that movie. It was just a good movie all around. Yeah, really good. But he's definitely gonna be gonna be missed. Charles Grodin, like I said. 
said, just one of the better, better actors of the generation. Sad yeah. to see. Well, on to better news. I was super thrilled to see that Goofy and Max were spotted fishing at Pacific War for a distance meet and greet at Disney California Adventure. This is exactly the kind of stuff I was begging for. So simple, but so impactful. It's reminiscent of the old days when we could spot Donald or Goofy water skiing by the contemporary. This is what I'm talking about, Disney. More of it. I agree. It was just a simple... The two of them trying to throw the lines off the off the pier there with these fish attached. It was just super cool to see. Did you see this so, video? I didn't. Okay. So simple. And I don't know. If you, I thought you were talking to Stephanie. I didn't know. <laughs> I was talking to anybody that was. <laughs> no, it's it's just I don't know. It's just one of those unique, fun things that shows you we can still have meet and greet type options that have a little smart Disney thinking mm-hmm. behind them because. It's perfect. It's what sets them apart. The yeah. little magic touches. I mean, can you imagine walking by and then seeing this? I mean, I would have freaked out. It's- yeah, no, I, I like. I think they should do it more than just Max and Goofy stuff like this. Yeah, yeah for sure. Too. That's what I'm saying. Like you know? all kinds of mm-hmm. spots have these opportunities if they just think about it. How about just have them like running around the park at times? Yeah. yeah. Like Chip and Dale, just like you don't need a meet and greet for Chip and Dale. Just have them in the, just have them intermingling in the crowd. Chip and Dale. It doesn't have to be any of the, like the A listers of the Fab Five. Give me like, like I said, give me a Chip in and my Dale. Mind, you know? They are A listers, Gene. Well, no, but you know what I mean? I, when I talk about yeah. A listers, I mean like Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Minnie, Daisy. No, I, mm-hmm. I think that they forget how big of impact and how special that that makes things when they do mm-hmm. these things like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I mean, the definitely. water skiing, I would give anything to see that again. That was so good. Anything, Dan? Well, not the country bears. But All right. Well, then I spoke to not anything. Are you ready for the next story? I'm ready. Are you Dan, psyched? Real quick. Oh, Dan. boy, Dan. Dan, real quick. I have a question for you. Just because you mentioned the country bears. My dad wanted me to ask you why you never bring up the buffalo. What do you mean? Why I don't like on the Wally Buffalo? Yep. Max. Yep. Those Max. are those are some of my favorites. I don't know why. I guess I don't talk. You about ever notice? Them. He's like, ask him why he never talks about them, and I'm like, I I don't I don't know. I think that's his favorite. That's why. Oh, it's definitely part really? of one of my favorite parts of the show for sure, and never yeah. represented either. Never. No, and that's why he said he's like, oh, I don't understand why he doesn't say anything. I was like, I don't. I'll have to ask him. Well, mm. I will make a point. <laughs> of next episode creating something special to highlight these country bear jamboree gems yes which is a shame because i won't be here for that episode <laughs> well i could hold it i want to be around I mean, country bears are my favorite. so much i could i could talk all year about them so yeah. that's a good point and if there's anyone that should be talked about all year it should be the bears yeah Absolutely. they're my favorite now you know that what's your dad's name oh uh, ed ed Yep. This is a fellow country bear fan. Shout out to Ed. I know he listens. I know he listens to these episodes. So I'm going to come up with something for him next time. There you go. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. This isn't country bears related, but equally as good. It's the next best thing. I don't know about next, but it's (laughs) one of my tops. It's on the top. After nearly a four month long absence, the three Caballero animatronics are back on stage. The audio animatronics have been around since the opening day of the Magic Kingdom as part of the Mickey Mouse review 
Walt Disney Imagineer Zach Ridley, which we we hear a lot about lately from him, had this to say. They spent a 26-year stint at Tokyo Disneyland before returning to Walt Disney World in 2015. A shout-out to our Imagineering team who lovingly restored these historic audio-animatronic figures from the ground up using the latest technology to replace components that were originally made by hand almost 50 years ago. Now... There's a picture of Jose, them working on Jose, that's outstanding. It stops Stephanie dead in her tracks. This is huge news because I know a lot of us that are fans have been just sitting here sweating it out because they got those cardboard stand-ups in place of all. Oh, yeah. This is now a commitment to the three caballeros. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Listen, if they're they're refurbishing these from the ground up, yeah, that's an awesome thing. And I also want to mention some more caballero love. (laughs) There's a new limited edition Magic in the Stars three caballeros pin at Walt Disney World. The limited edition pin was found at Frontier Trading Post and Magic Kingdom. And I will be making special note of this to Sam because she's offered to try <laughs> yes. to pick me up some merchandise when she is there. When she's down there. Down there. When she's down, no, when actually, she's down there. For us, it's going to be up there. But yes. Right. Right. Oh, I'm so just I'm glad that, that I'm glad that they they did a from the ground up on these and not just another patch job. Yeah. Because obviously mm-hmm. they were having so many issues with them. I mean they were so old, but yeah, like you said, it shows that they are committed to it, so they're not going anywhere. And I watched a video of them in place, the new versions, and they look so good. Yeah, they really do. Even okay. the movements, yeah. like you can instantly tell. Yeah, it's like the, the new stuff. Yeah. It, it would and they didn't really even announce it, right? They just like showed up. I don't remember they're even. Yeah, being because I remember all of a sudden they disappeared one day. Then the cardboard yeah. cutouts, the cardboard cutouts, and everyone was making fun and taking pictures. But you know Disney, they don't ever really talk about it, and they just show up. They, no, I, I, I wonder it, sometimes why they don't just we're yeah. refurbishing them. Don't worry, yeah, like we're repainting the mailboxes. They want to keep you on your toes. Back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we thought those mailboxes were gone for good. Remember that we didn't even. Oh. It was even a thought. Yeah. Like, oh, they're just you know, they're gone. The funny thing is, is they they got to understand that they cause anxiety because. Sometimes yeah. they take stuff and you never see it again. Exactly. So nobody knows mm-hmm. when they're really just taking stuff. They don't tell you. Yeah. So you're like everybody freaks out anytime they change something. They're like, whoa, what are they doing? Are they, are they coming back or what? They don't. There's no communication. I was sitting at work, not even thinking just another day. And all of a sudden I get the text that, hey, they're back. And it was like, I didn't even know. Like you figured there'd be an announcement or something. And no, yeah. they're just they're just up. You know, a friend of mine sent me the video of it. And it was just like, oh, wow. And, and how awesome would it have been to get on that ride, not even knowing. And there they are. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that. You didn't even know. You just happened to be in Epcot that day. Let me go on, on the Grand Fiesta tour. And you get on the ride. And all of a sudden, it's the animatronics are back. Not even not even knowing it. How awesome would that yep. be? Absolutely. Oh, awesome. So, but I'm glad to see them back. Yes, me too. It definitely uh, it definitely was a shot in the gut when they uh, just put up the, the cardboard cutouts. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was rough. Rough stuff. There's no way around that. Rough pumpkins? <laughs> definitely rough the pumpkin. roughest of... It was the roughest of pumpkins. So what else we got, Dan? All right, next up. Although we knew a sequel to Hocus Pocus was well underway... With Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimny reprising their roles as the Wicked Sanderson sisters, Winifred, Sarah, and Mary, we now have official, official, Stephanie, confirmation that Hocus Pocus 2 will be dropping in on Disney Plus in the fall of 2022. Hocus Pocus 2 will begin production this fall with Anne Fletcher directing, taking over duties for Adam Shankman with Lynn Harris serving as producer. Shankman is currently directing the Enchanted follow-up Disenchanted for for Disney, but will remain on this project as an executive producer along with Ralph Winter 
and David Kirshner. Bette Midler just recently on Twitter posted, Sisters, it's been 300 years, but we're back because Hocus Pocus 2 arrives fall 2022 and Disney+. Plus. I know some people are wanting it sooner, but it's pretty good news that we have an actual date. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. Now, I'm I'm guessing, ask, can't ask for much more, really. This is going right. to be, uh, I'm guessing, a huge merch push Oh, yeah. behind this oh yeah it's gonna be a monster and the thing funny is too is i feel like it's only gotten bigger that movie as time has gone on i like yeah. i remember being being like you know a kid when that movie came out in the theaters i remember it just being ho-hum it wasn't until about maybe 10 years ago that it really took a life of its own and became like this cult classic that yeah. i feel like is the last 10 years is bigger than it's ever been even yeah. when it was a new movie it was kind of a forgettable movie back when it first came out and now it's like it has just become it's a machine since the last maybe the last 10 years yeah so of course the sequels can't possibly live up to that you know that no. so i well, feel like concern yeah. right like let's yeah. hope all this time people begging for this and it, let's hope it doesn't fail you know we let's like we spoke about recently um a couple of a couple episodes ago coming to america sequel coming to america the original version one of the greatest comedies of all time amazing but coming to america too not so great you know so i'm hoping it's at least entertaining and worth the watch and i'm not sitting here like cringing midway through it you know what i mean like i did on coming to america too all right well the main entrance into walt disney world resort has been getting refreshed for the 50th anniversary of magic kingdom as we know but we're happy to report all entranceways are now completed the walt disney world logo has been repainted white while the rest of the design features blue gray and gold tones the gold ribbon beneath the walt disney world entrance logo now reads the most magical place on earth previously it had been where dreams come true it definitely has that 50th anniversary feel i have one gripe about this though there's a little you know mickey is on the side there's a blue background to him that still has just got an 80s feel that i wish there's like a mickey mouse head pattern behind him i wish they would have changed that but the gold treatment on that entryway looks awesome yeah I seen the uh, the sign. I mean, it looks pretty good to me. I didn't even notice what you were talking about, really. But I guess I'll have to go back and look at that. You're yeah. talking about the uh, the background with the Mickey on the on the on the side there. Yeah, you definitely mm-hmm. uh, notice a difference for the better. I think. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a sailing date, and it's not a Disney cruise. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, star and producer of Disney's Jungle Cruise has announced the film will premiere in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access on the same day, Friday, July 30th. The Rock said in his Instagram post, the most important thing with our movie was to always take care of families around the world by giving you options to watch it. Audience first. The Rock also shared a personal story about why he has a personal connection to the Jungle Cruise. 20 years ago, when he first broke into Hollywood, he went to see the Scorpion King, his first big starring role. He went into the theater, pulled down his hat down low, hoping no one would recognize him. And he saw the trailer before the movie for Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean with, of course, Johnny Depp. He was so blown away by the trailer and the spectacle of it, the magic of it, and how it transported him into this incredible adventure. He said he felt like he was a little kid again back in that theater when he was eight years old in Charlotte, Indiana, watching Indiana Jones. He said he knew then, at that moment, 
there it is. That's my inspiration. Wow. One day, if I'm lucky enough and I work my butt off, maybe Disney will offer me a movie based on one of their iconic rides like the one I just saw in that trailer. The Rock says that was always his goal and his dream. It's so great to see a star of his caliber obviously have that Disney spirit in him and also the respect for it, just like all of us. You couldn't help but smile watching his true excitement and beaming with pride to be a part of this movie. He closes with simply get ready for the adventure of a lifetime. That's so cool. Have you guys Super. seen the uh, the trailer? Yeah. I've seen a couple of them, yeah. I got, yeah, the few that I've seen, I got a mixture of a few vibes. Pirates, um, Indiana Jones. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's a mix of a lot of these yep. is what it seems like. And it, it took me, actually, it took me back a bit because... You know, when you hear about Jungle Cruise, I'm wondering, like, how in the heck are they going to do this movie? You know, but after seeing the trailers, I'm like, yep, looks like a looks like a Pirates movie to me. I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah, I'm all in for it. Plus, most of his movies, you know, The Rock does. Most of them are very good or entertaining, at least. Yeah. And with Emily Blunt, I mean, the trailers look really good. And it does remind me of the Indiana Jones slash Pirates type of style. So I'm all in for sure. Yeah, he's like doing nothing but like beaming for being able to be in the movie and also as he mentions emily blunt a lot like he is extremely humble and just so so excited about this movie and it was just so nice to see because that's how we feel about yep disney stuff you know and this is a franchise in the making right i mean this is not gonna be it's not a one-off it's gonna be a franchise pirates turn look what pirates of the caribbean turned into Yep. I mean, that fr- I love that franchise. Forget yeah. the ride, which I love. Every one of them they made were entertaining. All of them. Even yeah, though I have my favorite. The Rock. And I mm-hmm. I agree with Joey. When I first saw the trailer, I definitely had that feeling of a modern day Indiana Jones. Like it's yep. that epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be, it be, this is one to be in the theaters for, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is nice that they're offering it for both. So it's not like it's going to get stagnant for a while for some people that anybody yep. that wants to see it's going to be able to see it. And who better to lead a, a franchise, a, new, a brand new franchise than The Rock? I mean, he's he's got to be one of the most likable guys in, in all of Hollywood. He never says the wrong thing. Tim, it comes off genuine. I don't I don't think he's being a phony. It comes off so genuine. But he, it's it's almost like, like Derek Jeter on the Yankees. Always knew the right thing to say at the right. Never said the wrong thing. And that's The Rock. I mean, he really, from where you think about where he came from, to be like the biggest actor in Hollywood. And not only is he, just the, is he the biggest actor in Hollywood, but he's just a likable guy. He always, like I said, he always says the right thing, always does the right thing. He's, it's nice to see someone like that in Hollywood and and, and have the success that he has because he's somebody he's worth rooting for. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I think you're exactly right with that point. I think why he's so successful with what you're talking about is the very thing you said. He knows where he came from mm-hmm. and he is appreciative of everything. Like he, he knows that Number one, it could be taken away at any time, but he yeah. he appreciates it. You know, you can tell. Not everyone's like that, of course. And, these days, and he's a hard worker because yes. he is always working. And it's you know you see him on on in front of the camera a lot, but he does a lot of productions. People don't realize, I think, that he's a producer in a lot of the things that he does too. Like he does a lot more than just being in front of the camera. There's a lot more that goes to what he does. So the man's always working. So um, you know, God bless him and. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a hit and I think it's going to be a, a, a monster hit. Yep. And I, I hope it is a franchise because I think it's going to be really awesome for the ride for a whole new generation of people that maybe don't get what yeah. the Jungle Cruise is all about. And, you know, it's it's about time we have another, another franchise that to start from the beginning. It's going to be yep. fun. Agreed. Cool. Yep. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV Movie Minute, brought to you by JSA Creations. And Joey, what do they do at JSA Creations? We, we make all your ears come true. Dan? Make all your ears come true. Please. 
<laughs> so this week, uh, coming to Disney Plus this uh, this Friday, May 28th. Uh, first up, we got Bluey Shorts Season 2. This follows the adventures of... <laughs> you got to love that name, Bluey Shorts. This follows the adventures of Blue Healer Puppy, Bluey, who returns to her mom, dad, and sister. Her energy and lovable spirit can get into can get her into all kinds of funny and unpredictable situations. I think it should be Dan's new nickname. Bluey Shorts. Bluey Shorts. <laughs> Dan Bluey Shorts Star. There you go. It has a nice ring to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else we got? All right. Next up, we've got Launchpad. Disney's Launchpad is a collection of live action shorts from a new generation of dynamic storytellers. Six filmmakers from underrepresented backgrounds were selected and provided with the opportunity to share their perspectives and creative visions that will show audiences what it means to be seen. Inspired by life's journey, these first six shorts uh, for Disney Plus are based on the theme Discover. Interesting. I haven't seen uh, any previews for this or anything, so... Yeah. Looks cool though. Then we got uh, the next episode, episode five for the uh, Star Wars Bad Batch, and then we've got episode three, Valentine's Day for the High School Musical, the musical, the series. Cool. What about you, Dan? Here we are. We're to the end of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers episode ten, the season finale, which I'm looking forward to. Not, I'm looking forward to that it's ending. I'm looking <laughs> forward to the big season finale. And we have Wicked Tuna. Season 10, episodes 1 through 7, the most skilled fishermen test themselves in the freezing waters of the North Atlantic to find the rare bluefin tuna fish. And that's mm. coming right from me, Bluey Shorts. <laughs> 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 then we got Disney Sydney to the Max, season 3, episodes 1 through 8, set in the present day with flashbacks to the 90s. The comedy revolves around outgoing middle school Sydney Reynolds, who lives with her single dad, Max, and her progressive grandmother, Judy. Three generations under one roof. What could happen? <laughs> That's uh wow, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Uh, yeah. What do you got, Steph? I've got something that we've talked about before. She's got the what? best one. Yeah. yeah, the best one. Go ahead. But we're going to talk about it some more. Some more. Here we go. Some more. Some more. I've got, and everybody's excited about this, is Cruella Premier Access for only $29.99. And theaters. And theaters, but (laughs) $29.99 in Premier Access. Got it. Emma Stone stars in Disney's Cruella, an all-new live-action feature film about the rebellious early days of one of cinema's most notorious and notoriously fashionable villains, the legendary Cruella DeVille. Cruella, which was set in 70s London amidst the punk rock revolution, follows a young girl named Estella, a clever and creative girl determined to make a name for herself with her designs. She befriends a pair of young thieves who appreciate the appetite for mischief and together they are able to build a life for themselves on the london street one day estella's flair for fashion catches the eye of baroness von hellman a fashion legend who is devastating <laughs> come on here we go <laughs> devastatingly devastatingly chic and terrifyingly hot Played by Emma Thompson. But their relationship sets in motion a course of events and revelations that will cause Estella to embrace her wicked side and become the raucous, fashionable, and revenge-bent Cruella. Excited? 
I am yeah. so excited for this. I love the punk rock vibe, the little mm-hmm. stuff that they put on it. Again, I know we've talked about this before. I bet but it's going to be devastatingly great. I bet it's I going so. to be hot. H a u t e. Oh, good one, Dan. <laughs> hot. Yeah. It's it, devastatingly hot. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I hope this is good. There'll be there's a lot of hype for this, so I hope that it does live up to it. I really like Emma Stone. She's really good. So. It'll yeah. be such a letdown if it's if it's not good, right? I mean, because everybody's been dying for this, you know. You Especially that? when you have that much, you know, leg work ahead of the movie release. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. Yep. I mean, if it's half as good as the trailers, it's it should yeah. be fine. I mean, because the, yeah. the trailers were made it look like it was a hit. So it the look of this movie is so beautiful and so raw, and at the same time, I'm so excited. But as Stephanie would say, "Hey, Gene, what do you got?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I have Big Shot, Episode 7. Um, all right, what else we got? Kingdom of the Polar Bears, Season 1. As the Arctic changes faster than ever, a team of polar bear guides prepares for an epic journey, a first-ever attempt to follow the bears on the sea ice of the Hudson Bay. In this high-stakes, high-reward venture, they will document the secret world of bears, a mysterious and disappearing realm that is the bear's key to survival. Life on the ice is a critical time for these bears. It also remains undocumented, deemed too dangerous for humans to follow, hinted at only through aerial reconnaissance and satellite collar research. The team armed with traditional ecological knowledge and the latest 4K camera technology will witness never-before-seen seal hunting strategies and document rapid adaptations to climate change, including whale predation and open water hunting. It sounds really cool, actually. I like yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I love, and I love polar bears. I tell you, I'd feed all the polar bears if I could. Yeah, we know. And you'd keep them. Well, if I could. I go to Alaska, but I bring two sacks of apples with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's going to do it for this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute. So uh, let's say thank you to JSA Creations for sponsoring that. And let's move on to Topic Talk. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney Topic Talk. And this week, we, uh, we're we going to build and create our own Disney Park merch. Um, very exciting because I know Dan is the merch hound, as we call him. Super and, excited. Uh, I, I got to imagine you came up with something really, really cool. I wouldn't even tell Stephanie. So Stephanie doesn't even know. This is nope. I, don't, I don't know. Nope. I have my notes turned upside down. Oh, man. Yeah, he won't even wow. look well, Dan, direction. Dan, well, let's have, let's, Dan, go last because I know he's got to probably have the killer... The, I want Gene to go first. Or Stephanie. I, I, let Stephanie go first. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go after Stephanie. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Well, I came up with Are you are you uh, telling us your your top one or your honorable top, mention first? Top. Okay. And then honorable mention. Isn't that how it should go? I'm gonna go the opposite. Oh, you are? Because Dan wants to say the best what for last. What are you guys doing? Come on, come okay. on. Okay. My top one is a villain village. All things villain. That's it. Good night. <laughs> How about some details? You've this? heard of I have a lot of details, but I'll make it. I'll be succinct. What? I'll be. I'll be. I'll. I'll keep oh it. My gosh. Okay. Okay. Here Sink we go. Me to so, the point, Dan. Yeah. Okay. So we've all seen the Christmas villages, and those are very cute. I love those. Those are adorable. The little Mickey Christmas villages. Well, I want to make a villain village where it's all the scary rides. Tower of Terror, Haunted Mansion, Snow White's Scary Adventures. So those would be the little houses. And then you would have the evil queen up in the window that would open and close. Okay, so you have your base of this little villain village. However, 
at Halloween time, there would be a special edition add-on where it would be all little things that you can buy that are strictly Mickey's Not So Scary Parade and Party, the Booty You, all that stuff that you can only find at those events. So th- there would be little grave so diggers that we- you could buy, and then and then they could light up just like Department Fifty Six. Are we talking about was- ceramic here? Or what are we talking? Yeah, like like us like a Christmas village. Only this is villain based. And then you could also buy at the main thing of this whole little display that you can buy that's going to sell out because it's going to be a thing and everyone's going (laughs) to want it is going to be a light up castle and it's going to project the Mickey's not so scary parade show on the castle. I love that idea. Thank you. I could tell already it's going to be way better than dance. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my question. Let me question question on this so is this something i can just buy in full or is this a subscription or how do i get these pieces these are little collectible pieces kind of like precious moments only these are little collectible pieces now if you go into the emporium they might sell they might sell the four anchors the haunted mansion tower of terror snow white's not so scary and the castle that might be a little set okay you usually have a starter kit with this kind of stuff so what's the starter kit that that's the starter kit how much does it cost only (laughs) 89.99 That's not bad. I know it's not. Oh, we're doing prices? The castle lights up. Remember, the Halloween version, the castle lights up. Yeah. And it plays the projection. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. And my honorable mention. Okay. Now, this is made up merchandise. I know. That's the whole point. That's that's the topic. Okay. So thank you. I made up my honorable mention are Mr. Toad Spats. A set of spats and bow tie. Those don't exist already? No, they don't. (laughs) But the little buttons on the spats are toad heads and other characters from the ride, like the hedgehog, the the Mm. beer guy, the policeman. Yeah. Oh, I got a question. What's a spat? I was just going to ask the same thing. I was just waiting for her to finish. Oh, seriously? Yeah. The little shoe coverings. Um. Hang on, Dan. Oh, I thought Dan was going to have you guys happen. I thought Dan was about to break out some spats. It's not really... Let me let me Google it. Not really a very good picture on there. It's kind of a flap that covers the shoe and it's fancier. Oh yeah, you've seen them on Main Street, all the trolley performers, the guys wear them. Uh, uh, that's a shoe. No, no, he's well, got no, no, but it's spats. when I was looking yeah. up spats, they were showing they were showing yeah. here. Oh, I couldn't see the other pictures. Yeah. And Mr. Toad wears those little spats. Like when I looked when I looked up spats, this is what it brought up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. That, technically, yes. Yes. Yeah, it's got, it's got a cover. Typically have them. Yeah. If you meant spats with buttons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It would be a set with a little. I didn't know that's what those are called. Yeah. I, didn't yeah. I think I'm going to get a pair of spats. I think you she need has them. a pair of spats. I think, you, you I think Nike makes them now. Who? They make, I think Nike makes Jordan spats now. <laughs> I think Loungefly is coming out with. <laughs> the red, white, and black gene. <laughs> I think so. I, 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 uh, Here's Jordan I, I, spats. <laughs> yeah. Again, I, totally I, I love them. They, yeah. they would probably only sell five of them, but you know, this and is a fantasy. <laughs> yes, this is just a fantasy merchandise. No, I was gonna say, I really do love the, 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 the uh, villain village, though. I feel like that's actually something that you think about, like, wow, they don't have that. That's actually, why don't they yeah. have that? Right. Like I said, they have little, little elements of Halloween, but it's more like autumn. And like I said, it's, it's Mickey and Minnie in their, in their bad outfits, but nothing specific 
to the parks and to the per, the parade e- the event the Halloween yeah, event. I like the the pieces to the very Mickey uh, event, mm-hmm. and it's not very Mickey. What's the Halloween one called? Mickey's not so scary. Yeah, I like those yeah. pieces especially because it's so connected to the park. Yeah, so that's cool, and it's so popular right now. Halloween's so popular; yeah. they should do and that. and putting the, the the show on the castle like they do when you're actually watching mm-hmm. it in front of the castle. Which I mean, I know it's not gonna be mickey's not so scary anymore but but still yeah. um why don't they already have that like i feel like that's something that you could conceivably see them doing i have a yeah. village grape he's a village grape oh here we go this is my biggest village grape and it's not on you stephanie it's with oh. all this kind of stuff like they have the christmas rudolph village i really want number one it's always way too expensive and number two it's extremely limited people buy it up and resell it Mm-hmm. I think something like this needs to come out yep. affordable and in bigger quantities. So mm-hmm. if you really want it, you can buy it. Yeah, $89.99. That's a bargain. That's the starter kit. And yeah, then each and piece is way more and more and more. Like, yes. I want something like that. That's I, I could just buy it and I have it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to buy all these pieces all the time. Because That's then right. you typically can't get something and now all of a sudden your collection True. as you guys know i'm big into having all of a collection now you don't have all the pieces wouldn't it be cool to have like different add-ons each year yes yeah so yeah. i mean you might have stuff where you have to re still purchase more and more that's fine year. i just hate when someone's put in the position of really loving something like that and there's so many expensive pieces yep it's just not realistic yeah, I, I I get that. One thing well, did which was really cool at Christmas was uh, Christmas Story Village. Mm-hmm. I never seen that. Where they where they have that Department Fifty Six again. Yeah. And oh. I will say I ran into these at a thrift store in boxes, but because they didn't have all the pieces, I didn't buy it. Oh my gosh, Bradford Exchange. Yeah. Sometimes you can get that's a big one on the yeah. Rudolph one. What's Bradford Exchange? kind of a collectible usually porcelain type oh is that like the company that does like when they have like the commemorative plates and stuff yes okay i do that they do a lot of harry potter and star wars and and that kind of stuff on the back of people magazines they have weird ones like realistic baby infants you know or like like can you can you display that again (laughs) realistic baby infants with wrinkles get your old man baby here for 39.99 they have some creepy stuff look in the back of a people magazine there's always an ad for a bradford exchange weird collectible and it's 39.99 but Three easy payments of thirty nine installments. Installments. Yeah. Installments. Well, that's pretty good stuff. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. All right. I loved it. I loved it. So Thanks. let me let me get into mine. Mine's a little different. Mine's gonna be for more for grown ups, and it's also going to be food. So that kind of scares. Oh, okay. The food part. I know what it is. So like, I would hope Dan, it is for adults. Yeah. I thought of of something that would be kind of cool, and 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 for the moms and dads, it's the uh, the Disney Princess wine list, and I thought of a in a cool way where nice crystal bottles shaped like the Disney princesses themselves. And it could be a collector's edition with each wine kind of pertaining to something to do with that princess, whether it be the location of that film or just something about them. And each bottle having made of crystal looking like the specific princess. And you could do certain things like with Snow White, you could do like a crisp sparkling apple wine. Um, Mulan, you could do a, a Cabernet with like a bell pepper flavor, which is like a big in China. It's like these, there's a, they have like accents of bell peppers in their wine. Pocahontas, you could do like a, from like a winery out in the Northeast. For Cinderella being like the queen of all princesses, which sounds funny, but you get what I'm saying. Maybe doing like 
a champagne, like a really nice champagne for Cinderella. Uh, Ariel, maybe a white Chardonnay because what else do you eat with seafood? So when you're munching on Ariel's seafood friends, you have a nice (laughs) glass of white Chardonnay. There you go. Um, Tiana, who loves to make beignets, a dessert wine, maybe something like a a liqueur, right? Uh, An Aurora, let's do a Merlot because what is Merlot is known for is that makes it's the the wine that makes you the sleepiest, right? (laughs) Sleeping Beauty should have a Merlot. There's, there's so many different little things you could do. Like, what is it? Like about 13, 14 princesses, right? And doing a special wine for each of them. And, you know, you can't really buy them as a, as a set. You can't buy them all together. You got to, you know, because you can only buy them separately. And it's a collector's edition. Mm-hmm. You, you collect each time you go, maybe you get another bottle from another, uh, you know, another princess theme. I don't know what my price would be. I'm thinking I don't even want to accept dollars. I think we're only going to accept Dogecoin for this. Oh, that's the only Ooh, thing. Jesus. Just Dogecoin. So maybe like, I don't know, like uh, 7,000 Dogecoin. What do you think? <laughs> no, but all can decide. So I, I, we call it the Disney, the Disney princess wine list. And it's a different wine based on that princess, where they're from. What do you guys think? Who's in? I love it. I have a couple things. Go oh. ahead. Let's hear it. Number one, I'm actually really impressed with Gene's backstory yeah. on this and mm-hmm. his thought that went into it. Yep. I will say you need a better name. Yeah. I actually really like this concept. Mm-hmm. I do need a better name. I agree. I'll, I'll give you that. I also think you could do a different version as well at some point uh, pertaining specifically to Epcot. What, what if I, what about this for a name, Dan? This might be kind of fun. The Disney Princess Wine Listus. No? Any better? It's, okay. it's uh, a dad joke mixed in with, <laughs> <laughs> with, with alcohol. I think the end, end, listen, what do we all love about Disney? We all love collectible things and each bottle could be a collectible, a collectible yeah. bottle. This is a real throwback to days of old with the different shaped bottles that they used to make. It's a cool idea. What do you mean? There, there was a lot of sh- alcoholic shape type bottles back in the day. They really went out on their bottles. If you ever remember that. Yeah. All kinds of crazy. Yeah. Cats and and, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really cool and they were collectible. So I, I like this. <laughs> but all right. So let's kick it over to Joey. Joey, what do you got, man? All right. So I think I'm going to go. Okay. I guess I'll do. I, I don't even know because they're so close to me. I don't know what I would do is honorable mention, but I think I'll do honorable mention first and then I'll do my other one. But okay. I'm real big into and just like Dan. I like to collect things, but I like to also have a piece of the park here. And it's hard to do that. I mean, obviously we get cups and memorabilia and all that other good stuff and ears and all kinds of stuff. And this would be, it would be expensive to do this because it's expensive. It would be a collector's edition. Basically this part would be the actual marquee signs of key rides that you could actually put on your wall, including the lighting and everything. So what I mean by that is, so let's say um, the uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway, that is an awesome looking neon sign. It's very, you know, retro and all that other stuff. Look, Now, you could do custom sizing to a point, maybe like three different sizes, because some of it has, you know, a lot of space, big house, big or a big room that I can actually put. I wouldn't say the full size sign, but pretty. And I mean, like legit replica, full working and everything that you could actually put. So you could do it in three different sizes because you can only go so small, but it can't be too small. It's got to be decent size. So you could get them for, say, Splash Mountain. You could say for Space Mountain, because a lot of these, if you look at them, the way they look, even um, stuff like uh, Soren, the way it looks with the blue letter with the, the yellow and like those things, I would want to be able to put signs in a in a Disney collector's room that I could put on my wall. Now, these things would be a Price-wise, probably about a grand a piece, I'm guessing, because it would have to be premium in order to do this. And there would be collectors. So you got your core rides, and then they would move on to other ones. Some of them are that are just like wood signs, like Tiki Room. You could still do those too. They won't be as much, but I want the actual 
recreated sign that is on the ride in my house of my favorite ride. So if I could do a few of them, it would be you know amazing. Like if you could do um, well, Pirates is a little different, but let's say certain ones. So Space Mountain, Mickey's Runaway Railway, Soarin', like those types of ones that the signs look really awesome. I would love to be able to put in my house. And this is again, honorable mention, like Splash Mountain, even the sign from Gaston's, like something like that. But I want the real thing. Yeah, yeah like Splash Mountain wouldn't be a carved looking sign. It would actually look like it is it's 3d it is carved exactly. it would just be a, a, a natural and that's what i'm talking yeah. about i want yeah. the real thing yeah however they do it the exact they, replica it would, of it. it would be hard to do and it would be expensive but again they would do you know a series of them they would come out you know yeah. maybe you start out with like five different ones that you could get and then move on from there yeah, that would be pricey it, it would but it would be i think it would look cool as hell yeah that in like some type of room it's like a collector's item it really is yeah yeah um and then which would be of course, my, my main one would be even more expensive. I want to be able to have a magic band scan station in my house. I, I like, like the, you touch your magic yes. band too, like when you enter the park. Like, yes. The real thing. It's just, not a fake thing. I want the real thing. Bing. I want it to be like, able to enter your vibrate. House. You can feel that thump when it touches, mm-hmm. especially on the newer ones. I want that. And then what you do is it would be specific for you could have the stand up one or you could have a wall mounted one. And the reason why I say that is because it would be for, customized per and it wouldn't be for everyone not every single ride but it would be for certain rides so you'd start out same thing collector's editions it would start out with like say the haunted mansion so it would have the scanning thing but it would have the haunted mansion sign built all into it you could actually mount it on the wall and then same thing with space mountain that you could have it where it's a stand-up and i just i mean it would be almost funny where you could literally just walk by and scan it because it's a satisfying thing at least it is for me i don't know what it is and then And then here's the thing, there would be a special edition that you could get, which would be an extra. And again, these things would probably be a grand. I don't don't even know what they cost, really, because it doesn't have to function with the actual electronics other than the lighting up and the sound and all that stuff. But obviously, it doesn't go anywhere. Um, But you could do something, I guess, if you really wanted to. But I think that if they could, it would be extra where what they would do is you would add a sound bank. And this is, again, this is the obsessiveness with me with these sounds. A sound bank in one that has 500 different sounds from the parks. So the chime when the chime when let's say the monorail doors are closing and it and it closes and it says step back the Disney World monorail you know the the doors are now closing step back you know like anything that they have that anywhere around the park it has to have all those sounds and all those little snippets if they could put it in there i would love to be able to do that where you could have just the bland one where it just does the 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 chime Imagine. but also if it can do 500 different sounds like it's from all you know from all the parks from a lot of the rides and the, the PSA announcements all that stuff anything chimes from you know monorail sounds anything even from the um skyliner i just i don't know I, for some reason that stuff always gets me because it's stuff that you remember and you hear it so much that it's just memorable so for me something like that would be awesome and it's hard to explain i just know it would be it would be hard to do it's not as doable as stephanie's or even even what gene's saying but it's something that i would want in my house so it would be a very small niche of people that would probably want it because it would be expensive but you could do ones like i said customized that is this one is for haunted mansion this one is for thunder mountain this one is for you know they have some of them it doesn't have to be every ride like you're not going to see winnie the pooh but some of the main rides pirates of the caribbean and stuff like that 
I think that would be awesome. And you could, if you wanted to wear, if it's, if you hang it on the wall or even the ones that stand, but still has like the, like a built sign, that's part of it, I guess, like a customized sign. And then, you know, you bring it out for, I don't know, Halloween, if you wanted to, if you don't want to leave it out at all, all times, maybe you only bring it out during the, the, those types of, those types of times. I don't know. So that would be my main thing. I just, cause I like to, I would like to be able to collect something like that or have something. It's kind of like uh Stamos having the, the Dumbo ride thing in his house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want an actual fast pass thing. <laughs> Or, yeah. or the the magic band scanner or I love whatever it. That is. that's the- i'd rather put it right outside my front door and that's what opens my door is the yes you could do that too yeah. they could make like a you know what they could do if they really wanted to you could partner with ring but that well or you make your own you get the, mm-hmm. the ring chime you know basically with the camera and then when you hit the bell it, ding, ding, you know it does the whole thing and there's a lot of possibilities you could do with that yeah but Isn't i want it that weird that disney doesn't at this point acknowledge how important these kind of i mean this is a big project but like yeah let's say where we talked i talked a while ago about the the screen uh the home screen at disney resorts and it does a schedule how is there not anything that i can subscribe to at this point where you could just and have that on my tv every day yeah Yeah, because it is there's something soothing about that i don't know what it is yeah it's simple and And i always thought it was just me until you guys mentioned me me too is it one of those things that where maybe we're just disney freaks and to us it would be so cool but they really wouldn't be that big of a market out there i don't agree because well because i love it like you know i i think i think all of us if you could subscribe to it every single one of us would but are we in the minority maybe maybe they've done test market on it and realized that not enough people would really be interested in it there's no reason disney couldn't make three four four hundred dollar versions of this right obviously professional I don't want to say mass produced, but yeah, they, they could make quite a few of them. It's not like Disney sells cheap stuff. They have a bunch of stuff that's expensive. I mean, look what's in the uh, the launch pad at Star Wars. The helmets are $500. The statues are $5,000. So it's not it's not a stretch to think that they are $200 for a lightsaber. Now it's $225. And those are yeah. nice metal. Of course they could do it because I it's like having a piece of the park at your house. And it's, it is, there's something like the, like the, like the channel. There's something satisfying about it. I don't know how to describe that. Because I mean, remember like when game, first came out and uh back especially like in the 70s with like bring the park to your home and there was a map i mean this is just technology advancing mm-hmm. to what we want to bring home from the parks yeah. right you know, we're just not satisfied with a lot of stuff anymore yep. i don't understand why we can't have some of that like you said exactly it's not for everybody but a lot of us would pay that premium mm-hmm. for yep. certain things yeah yep. have that like like lightsaber. dan's for 225 okay so dan's a huge Splash Mountain fan. So Dan would pay one time instead of having multiple. He'd have one. If it ran him $300, $400, he would have a Splash Mountain pedestal at his house, of course. Yeah. Like anyone picks their one ride that they really love, they would do that. It's just... uh, I know. (laughs) Yeah. It's just... It's one of those things you're like, man, of course I would like that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And, And again, I don't know how they test markets and how they decide what kind of merch they're going to come out with and stuff like that. But uh those type of things and the same thing it's it's the same thing that we get where you got like the magic candle company the good plug for them because we we get a lot of their stuff mm-hmm. we a lot of times on weekends and stuff we're like hey which one are we going to do today we'll let aiden pick he'll be like i want polynesian or i want uh, one of our favorite right now is the gideons so the reason why you put those is because it gives you the memories of of being there so sounds scents things like that trigger memories. So to me, that would be a big market for things like that. You know, these, these little snippets of sounds, sound bites and stuff like this from the parks, especially people that go a lot and it, 
triggers these memories as well. Just like a candle triggers the sense trigger, you know, what the Polynesian smells like and reminds you of being there or the Pirates of the Caribbean where it smells like the water, which mm-hmm. has got that water smell. Every time you walk in there, it's distinct, which still blows me away how they can get it so good. And, and same thing with like having a Gideon's candle because it reminds me of being at Gideon's. Love the smell there. That crumb cake candle, right? Yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, something like this would be awesome. I'm almost mad that they haven't made something like this. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, Definitely. so I don't know. But anyway, that's mine. Gosh, that would awesome. be so cool. No, I like it too. Love it. Yeah, the signs are a little bit of a cheaper. Well, actually, they won't be cheaper, especially if you get something, one of these main signs where it's like freaking yeah. full neons and, and the LEDs and the actual lighting and stuff yeah. like that. Especially if you have like a favorite ride that you would want, mm-hmm. it would look awesome. But yeah, I would more want the pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> the signs. Yeah, the pedestal is like, a, that's a no brainer, man. Yeah. Just or like I said, you could do pedestal. pedestal. It's so good. Yeah, you could do pedestal or you could do a wall mount. Yeah. Like you said, like you could do it on the front door or you could do it inside, you know, on a wall. Or even at like the resorts, the resorts have the doors with the little thing on it. You touch your magic band to open the door. That would be great for your front door at home. And it clicks like that. Like yeah, it does. I love that. <laughs> for $799, you can get the pedestal or for or for $29.99, you can get the weird plastic door handle. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, yeah, either way, though, is a cool option. Yeah, I like so, it. I do, too. But Dan, what do you uh, what do you bring oh, to the table? Boy. We, all, drop, all right. we all got some great ideas. I'm really hoping Dan can drop match. The, yeah, drop the megaton. Oh, look bomb. at my notes. Stephanie's peeking. I haven't. Well, he was him. frantically okay. writing. Like He's Joey, trying. I'm gonna go honorable mention first. Okay. So first up is the Splash Fountain Mountain. He's even got the name. This is the recreation of the attraction mountain with working fountain that runs down. I switch my glasses here. Oh, oh wow! Runs down the famous fifty-foot drop as well. Now this will be a tabletop version and one of the larger outside versions. They'll both be quote uh, coated. So they are fine in the environments of both, but they will also feature a music option where you can have the music on and off and the music will play the entire Splash Mountain audio track with narration or an optional instrumental music mode from the attraction. This will also come with a bottle of the Splash Mountain water oil smell that you can put into your fountain as well. There will also be a log that moves through the mountain and down the mountain itself, the 50 foot drop. Yes. Yes. And another little key feature is it will have the attraction sign built into the mountain that you can pull out and it will act as a remote to control your music and water features. Oh my God. So this is like a miniature ride like shrunk down that actually functions the the front view of the drop and then mm-hmm. you know kind of the surrounding areas yeah. it is yeah, going yeah. to have brer bear brer fox and rabbit within the mountain somewhere and possibly some other characters but that's the only part of the actual ride i'm, I'm gonna that's do. awesome this wow. is a pretty sweet item that would be that I want. No, it, that would be awesome. That you know, I mean, Dan thought of having you know having the, the oil that you put in the water, so it's, it smells that, like it. Yeah, that's yep. a that was a that, yeah. That's that's one of my favorite parts of it too. Is, is having that, and, and that's another one too. That sounds like a realistic thing that they could have. Totally, all of these actually do. There's really no like yeah. off the wall ideas. I think any of these really could be could be sold and and be and be marketed. Every single one that we've said so far, I'm like, yeah, why haven't they done that? Because that that people would buy that. I've always yeah. wanted the Splash mm-hmm. Mountain piece of some sort, mm-hmm. and this one yep. just—that's pretty cool. Takes it to the new level. It's very yeah, cool. That's very Splash awesome. Fountain 
Mountain. Why isn't it Splash Mountain Fountain? I, I like don't know. the insertion. Oh, okay. Yeah, Most people I mean, do. If that's, if that's the case, then if that does successful, then what they should do, and this would be another honorable mention, they should just make miniature rides of all of them. Of a bunch of the Funny ones. you should say that. That was one that was on the chopping block for me. Oh. Because then you could have Because that is something I wish I could get. It's no different than buying Lego sets. It's the same thing. Do you want my hey. honorable honorable mention? Oh, you got another one? It was that same concept that you said it would be, and I didn't come up with the name yet, it would be a Disney branded block that you would build the attraction. All these would be in a series, but you would do Enchanted Tiki, uh, the Haunted Mansion, but there would be something that wouldn't have to be Lego that would be Disney developed for their own. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like their own version of blocks kind of yeah. not Legos. And then, Legos right and then for like Buzz Lightyear they could give you a little miniature sign that says broken down <laughs> always broken down don't look at the Stephanie not... she's looking at my notes again I'm... it's like it's like high profile kind of stuff like, you can't... this one I'm very excited about as well okay. Stephanie you're going to be interested in this okay this is the big Al take note Gene I'm taking notes on the get my saddle limited edition acoustic guitar deluxe package this guitar would be a recreation of Big L's guitar seen in the jamboree that he plays, except it would be in it. You know, that one is kind of yellowish. It's got the rope yes. around the edge. The, yes. It would be relic to look older mm. and real. Well, it would be real, but I mean, the finish yeah, would look yeah, like yeah, yeah. the fretboard has a mother of pearl inlay that says blood on the saddle. It would also include a leather strap with Big L's name down the strap like Waylon Jennings used to always have. Yeah, <laughs> it comes with its own custom sterling silver fish slide, and it has a bottle of guitar polished housed in a country bear jamboree moonshine jug. The guitar case itself would also feature the leather work of the strap, but inside is a faux gray bear fur lined guitar case. The headstock on the guitar, the only difference would be the inlay wording and Big L's head on the headstock, no name of the guitar, and it would include a a set of country bear guitar picks of the characters. Now, this is the best part about this, everybody. It's already so I was going to say, it's already insane. This package includes a backstage VIP meet and greet pass. This pass will be good for two years. You have a time limit, so you'll be able to get yourself to Disney. This pass, you will be able to take, and either at the opening of the park or the closing park, will get you into a special backstage VIP meet and greet with Big Al on the Country Bears stage for a photo shoot and they will have Big Al with the guitar and they will have one for you so you don't have to bring it and you can be posing with Big Al for this one of a kind only in the guitar package photo shoot. What are these going for? Well, it's a limited run of a thousand only. Okay. So you only got a thousand. That's what I'm saying. So very, yeah. very limited. Yeah. And they're going to be affordable. I don't want to get crazy. And I think I'm going to go with what? 5,000? No, I was going to say 500. Oh, no, 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 no. They're going to go for $1,500. Oh. 1500 limited run of 1000 They probably got, you know, the, the number inscribed on it. So you got your, you know, you got your your pass on it that's uh, got your document. And this is going to be a quality instrument. It's going to be yeah. made by a Gibson Epiphone. So it's a real working yes. instrument. High end, but yet on the, I mean, if it was Gibson, it would be not affordable. Yeah. 
Okay. So Gibson Epiphone with everything included, you would have to make your reservation for your meet and greet because of course there's thousands of yeah, these people, yeah. but that's over two years that they're going to schedule yeah, these things. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, but can, you can't only do a thousand? That's all I'm doing. Limited release. But you know, so you what, hear, what, what if so people, people start asking, hey, we want we want the instruments from, from the other bears now. Yeah, that's a good point. They're going to want them. They're going to want them for sure. This, and can, this, I, can I actually give a gripe? I love the idea. About that. Can I say one, one gripe is with it? Who would want to collect all the instruments? I'm just saying. If you could. Uh, he, he, Joey makes a great point. But my gripe with it is it's not the idea of, I think it's a fabulous, fantastic thing. And you know me, I'm the biggest country bear fan you know. I'm all in. My problem with it is, though, Dan himself has said over numerous times for the months that I've known him, he does not like the collector's edition thing where it's a limited edition where it, it prices him out of things. So I feel like, how dare you, Dan? You how dare you come with- up with a limited edition that might price somebody out of the of it i would think that you funny you ask funny you ask okay because there is the same version for 799 dollars available without the backstage vip pass you guys might not know that mean him set that up that was that was the setup yeah high five then high five <laughs> no okay he didn't. Like, no. <laughs> he didn't that was thought of that and i agree but you, then you know what my, I, I put my gripe, I put it back in my pocket for another day because right. there you go. You've, you've now, I had a question. I had a dilemma with your, with your process and, and you've corrected it. I, like Although it. I think that, I think they should be nine ninety nine though. I, I mean, if you're going to, the, the backstage pass would cost what it is, but if you're making a, a, a run on a thousand of them. Yes. $9.99. Joey's right. $1,000 <laughs> a piece. I think would be good. Especially if you're making quality, you know, the guitar itself. That's just me. Wow. But I love the idea. That's what do you think? Amazing. I think it's, I think it's great. You just, um, like, I like I said, it. people are going to start asking for the other ones. At least yeah, I, think. I think for sure that's what's like. Happen. So if you're only making a thousand, when are you going to make uh, either more or yeah. when are you going to make somebody else's? What if somebody doesn't just like the guy? What if somebody wants well, one Typically, the these kind of things True. are very limited runs with instruments in deluxe packages. Right. So if these fly off the shelves like I would think they would mm-hmm. and we go through our other run of the 799, that would not be part of the 1000 uh, Its own run. We will offer only a guitar, not any of the other stuff in a regular chipboard case for $299. That's that's fair. What about a kid's version that they sell in the Emporium, a toy version of why haven't they? Had I don't know. He doesn't want to, I'm sure Dan doesn't want to cheapen the experience. No, no, no. I'm saying in addition, like, you know, why don't they have that anywhere? We don't the have the youth meeting until two weeks from now. So it could be in the works. It is in the work and it's a take on it called the Lil Al. <laughs> Can I be honest though? As good as it was. I think everybody had great ideas. Can I tell you what my favorite out of all the ideas was? Stephanie. The villain village. The spats. I did a pre-order, so hopefully those will be in soon. No, the villain village to me is really my favorite. My Yeah, I think so. I think mine was the weakest. No, I really like that idea. Why? Oh, Why your guys is... I, th- I think I, they... I think, I, to be honest with you, I didn't think there was one Ulkin aside. Let, let's be honest and be fair. I thought every single idea that came to the table was actually really, really, really good. Every single one of them. I loved all of them. But I feel like the villain village, I feel like it's such a no-brainer. Like, I don't even know why they don't do that yet. I liked it. It is weird that they don't have that, you know, something that specific to their party and and to the Halloween party and something that they would just sell at the park or just at Memento Memorial or something, you know, something like something like that. Well, you have Menards uh, always sells a Halloween village every year. But the thing about it is it's so 
crappy. Yeah. The craftsmanship on it. Yes. They're terrible. And even though it's cheaper, it you do buy pieces and figures mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It it is kind of funny that they haven't like had Target or something step forward with their mm-hmm. Halloween stuff. And mm-hmm. even yeah. on a generic one, not necessarily the very Mickey party. But even taking the Halloween party out of it, just something for the villains and not just a Halloween thing that has like autumn leaves on it. Yeah, or something. totally. Like something mm-hmm. specific to Disney, to the attractions. I like the idea of a starter kit and then what Gene mm-hmm. said, having new items yes. each year. Yeah. Each year, yeah. So that way, and yeah, and then you can have like a special, like a special edition, like the 2021. 2020. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then it just keeps going. Um, you want to take this a step it. further? What you could do, and this isn't, you know, big numbers, but it's another way to make the Halloween party very unique if you could only get them there. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like the sorcerer cards. You could always get the sorcerer cards, but at the parties, you could get only that card. Exactly. Exactly. Or the snacks only. Another way to make these parties a little more unique. Yep. Good marketing. I like it. Uh, Some really cool ideas, some stuff that really should be in the parks now, some stuff uh, that I can't even imagine when we say them, it just makes sense that they would be in the parks. All right. But uh, yeah, so let's let's, uh, do some thank yous and some announcements before we get out of here. First, let's uh, let's thank our sponsor, Magical Travels by Brian. Make sure you contact Brian to book your next Disney trip. His services are completely free. You can reach him at 1-800-883-1535, extension 55. You can email him at brian at magicaltravel.com. And you can check out the website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. And Brian is spelled B-R-I-A-N. Also, just a couple of announcements. So guys, this is going to be our last, uh, this will be our last episode for a couple of weeks. We're taking a few weeks off while we work on this uh, Florida move. So no episodes May 31st, no episode June 6th, but the Disney Underground podcast will return on June 14th, although I will not be on that episode. So my Iron Man streak will then come to an end. But playing the point guard for that position, none other than Dan, Bluey Shorts, star. So make sure you guys tune into our return episode on July 14th, where Dan will be the the, the host for the for the episode. Uh, we'll be back with all new interviews, chances to win prizes, some new episodes of the Disney Dollar Game. It'll be really fun, really great. We also want to say to Samantha, who's not here right now, uh, happy birthday. Her birthday is coming up. We won't be on air when it's her birthday. So I I wish she was here so we could sing happy birthday to her. Can we sing happy birthday to her anyway? Let's yeah. do it. You guys ready? Yes. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Samantha. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Sammy. And uh, can't wait to have you back on the show. It'll be soon. I know in a couple of weeks, she'll be back on a lot. And uh, hey, also, guys, everyone out there, please have a great, safe, fun, and happy Memorial Day weekend. Uh, enjoy your barbecues. Enjoy your family and, and enjoy some time off if you if you get it. So enjoy that holiday and stay safe. And uh, with that, let's uh, let's kick it to the outro to uh, to the peeps. Joey. Adios, my man. Yeah, man. Great but- show. A lot of fun. And uh, obviously, well, I'm looking forward to doing it again in a few weeks. Yep. And speaking of uh, the weekend, obviously, I'm looking forward to it because, you know, we'll be in Disney next weekend. I can't wait. In fact, it's- the next time I'll see you will be Disney Springs. Yes. For, we'll be doing breakfast. I'll be just getting in there. You'll be just leaving. But we're going to uh, enjoy a breakfast as we cross paths. 
Absolutely. And then, you know, sooner or later, we'll have you and Jess come down and stay with us for a little bit. Yes, that would be cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll leave Jess home. I don't know. We'll see. Hope- oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then, you know, hopefully, <laughs> I know, hoping to see Steph and Dan at some point. I I, I tell them all the time. I know. We got to figure something out and get them back. I know. Man. Yeah. yeah, we so. do. This is gone. It's on worse and long. worse every day. It hurts. I told, I told, I called Dan this week. I said, listen, I was like, I think at one point, maybe later on the summer, I think I want to make a trip up to Minnesota. And he <gasps> said, new phone, who to this? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm going to come to Minnesota and they'll probably like, you know, lock the door and, and turn off the lights and act like no one's home, but needs pizza let you in needs. Pizza. happened, Gene. All these places are open last week. <laughs> But uh, but Joey, please say uh, happy birthday to Sammy for me and for yeah, us. Absolutely. All right, so you can always check us out on Instagram, Etsy, Pinterest at uh, JSA Creations, JSA, and then Creations was 3D instead of EA. And what do they do over there, JSA Creations? Come true. Nope, you, you missed it. I'm supposed to say what do they do that he says oh, it, then you shoot. say it. Yeah. Well, I guess we won't do it then. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, uh, I know we haven't shown them yet, but I know we, I believe we will be launching our Cruella ears this week. So Sweet. that'll be, you know, to coincide with the uh, the movie. Yes. The premiere. Yeah. So awesome. I worked hard on them. So hopefully people will like them. Um, Excellent. You know, we'll see. Let's kick it over to the besteners of the Midwesterners. Adios, fellas. Bye. Oh, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. after that merch talk, yeah. you know what I need to do, what? Gene? Towel off, my friend. <laughs> Towel off. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we had a we had a pretty good show with our merch. I think we did a great job, and yeah, everybody out there have a rip roaring day. And and hey, check us out on our Instagram at Rock and Roll DW. All right, guys, and from the last time from New York, have a great today, a better tomorrow. We'll see you next time. <laughs>